Welcome to the Blended Kingdom Families Podcast. We are your hosts, Scott and Vanessa Martindale, the founders of Blended Kingdom Families. Our ministry serves to equip marriages, unite families, and ignite faith so that you can flourish an abundant kingdom life. We pray that our podcast blesses you today. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale here with Blended Kingdom Families. At BKF, we believe now is the time to change the modern day interpretation of the blended family. Absolutely, you guys. As a blended family ourselves, God laid it on our hearts to build a ministry that helps support blended families by equipping your marriage, uniting the family unit, and igniting your faith. Our mission is that you would be touched by God and experience His goodness through this ministry, that your family would have practical skills, resources, and tools to help you live that abundant blended life. Hey guys, Scott and Vanessa Martindale with Blended Kingdom Families. Thanks so much for joining us today. We are so, so excited to have a truly special guest with us. Yes, yes. Guys. We are so excited to have our friend Amy Ford here. I'm sure a lot of you know who Amy is. Um, Amy is a writer, author, conference speaker. Um, she is the Embrace, Embrace Grace founder, and she resides here in Arlen Arlington, Texas, which is in the DFW area. Um, she has been married over 22 years. Yep. Yes. Miracles. Miracles do happen. And four great kids. Yes. Four awesome kiddos. One that just recently was married yeah. and beautiful wedding. Love seeing I know. Pictures. It looks like magazine material. Amazing. Yes. 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 <laughs> Love that. So you guys, just a little bit about Amy. So like I said, she's the president of Embrace Grace, um, which is a nonprofit organization and it's formed for the purpose of providing curriculum and leadership to churches nationwide to open their arms to young single pregnant mothers um, and women with unplanned pregnancies. An amazing ministry. We support it. We love it. Yeah. Um, absolutely awesome. Embrace Grace has been utilized uh, by over 700 churches across the nation and the world, you guys. That's phenomenal. I'm kind of a big fan. Yeah, like <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. Um, Amy is also the author of A Bump in Life, True Stories of Hope and Courage During an Unplanned Pregnancy. And she has also been featured on Focus on the Family broadcast, Daystar, Life Today with James Robinson, and much more. So you're awesome. Aw, thanks. Amy, we love your ministry and we love what yeah. you do. Yeah. Guys, if you're not uh, extremely familiar or have seen Embrace Grace before, check this out. When I found out I was pregnant, I was terrified. And the father of the baby felt the same way. Even though we grew up in a Christian home and knew abortion was wrong, because of fear, we felt like there was no other option. I went into the abortion room and ended up having a panic attack and passed out. And the nurse, she just said, you're too emotionally distraught to make this decision today. So I went back out into the waiting room and we just decided in that moment to figure it out together. It was a defining moment, one that would lay the foundation for a new miracle God was shaping. Amy's experience gave her a deep compassion for other girls in the same situation and inspired her to develop a new way to help. Under the covering of her local church, she started a small group for young women facing unplanned pregnancies and Embrace Grace was born. 
Our very first group included three young ladies and their lives were completely changed. So we did it again and we did it again with more women coming every time. Other churches started calling us saying, this is really cool, will you show us how to do it too? Once we realized that we're supposed to help people help people and help the church be the church, we started the nonprofit. Orchestrated through local outreach, Embrace Grace offers an unexpected glimmer of hope to young women who find themselves in a very scary and lonely place. It begins with a love box filled with gifts and a handwritten letter encouraging them to be brave and inviting them to a safe place where they'll be shown the love and support their hearts long for. Discipled in love and guided through a curriculum designed just for them, they take a beautiful journey from fear shame and uncertainty, to faith, freedom, and healing. And of course, there's a baby shower. In a true reflection of God's heart, Embrace Grace equips the local church to walk alongside these daughters and shepherd them through this most pivotal season of their lives as family. Being pro-life is a position, but pro-love is an action. We want to be known more for what we're for than what we're against. And we want the church to be one of the first places a girl runs to when she finds out she's pregnant instead of the last because of shame and guilt. We can't fix all their problems, but we can point them to the one that does. We can't look away anymore. We have to be love to these women that are having an unplanned pregnancy. Thousands of lives have been impacted because of the support of an Embrace Grace group now available in over 700 churches in nearly every state and nine countries. But we know it's just the beginning because with growing support from people like you and your church, thousands more will be brave. Join the movement today. Wow, you guys, that was impactful. Your story is so amazing. So amazing. So Amy, just, you know, share with our audience today, just share a little bit about you, about Embrace Grace, what it is that you do, because you do a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So I, you know, I'm a mom, I've got four kids. Like you said, I've been married 22 years, but then I also have this side hustle of (laughs) helping save lives, helping women feel brave and brave enough to choose life. So we have support groups and churches all over the nation for girls with unplanned pregnancies. We want the church to be one of the first places a girl runs to instead of the last because of shame and guilt. So these support groups are both for single and pregnant, but also for single young moms. So we have a lot of young moms that are in relationships, Mm -hmm. sometimes with the baby dads, sometimes maybe it's a new relationship. And so they're trying to navigate having a kid and then this new guy's coming in the picture and that could be really hard because you're like raising your kid one way and then sometimes you know a guy might interject his thoughts and so trying to navigate a new season and then some are just completely not alone because they have us but Mm -hmm. as far as a relationship um, they're they're waiting for their future husband and um, and so we kind of have a a big mix but we love empowering these young single moms and helping them just get back on their feet life kind of kicked them in the gut a little bit and even though a baby is always a blessing, sometimes it's, it's hard. Right. It's a new season of, of se- being a single mom is hard. So really trying to be that support for them. Um, so we, yeah, we have these groups all over the nation. And so we equip the church to love on these moms, empower them, equip them and disciple them. Well, and what I love about it is 
you know, you, you can kind of look at this situation and go, okay, we can get them, uh, we can love on them. But your ministry does more than just mm -hmm. looking at the current situation forward. Yeah. What I love is it looks backwards into healing, mm -hmm. forgiveness. Mm -hmm. uh, can you share like how, how that ministry, how you've designed it and how God has designed it, how it's been impactful using those tools, healing, forgiveness, how does that impact? Salvation. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, the, the moms, they, you know, a pregnancy is kind of a symptom or there's, there's usually way more things, you know, yeah. that maybe got them to this situation. And so it's really a great time to reflect on things in the past and really gently go through inner healing. Um, and what we found out, the core of almost all of these moms, there's a lot of identity issues. Like they don't know how amazing they are. They don't No mm -hmm. one, maybe no one's ever told them mm -hmm. or they don't know their gifts and their strengths or that God thought of them before they were ever even born. And so that when you don't really know your identity, it really affects everything. It affects your decisions in dating. It affects your decisions on a job or your dreams or um, just anything. Because if you don't know how amazing you are and how God created you for an amazing purpose, then you kind of just let things happen and not you're not as assertive or choosy on even the guy yeah. that you date or the, the maybe going back to school or whatever it might look like. So we really want to train on their identity and purpose because if they can can really understand how much God loves them, like not just in their head, but in their heart, really know it. It affects everything. And their heartbeat starts beating to the rhythm of their heavenly father's heartbeat. And they start falling in love with him. We're not trying to fix people. So We're just trying to love people because it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And so God's love just starts changing them from the inside out. And we always say we have front row seats to miracles, to watching mm -hmm. this transformation happen. Like sometimes mm -hmm. you see it immediately and they're just blooming. Like, and then sometimes it's like, I mean, I remember one girl, she had a hood over her, like always never looking up and just always kind of into herself. She would never really participate, but she came every week. And I was thinking, is there anything getting through to this girl? I don't know. And one day I just saw, you know, tears mm -hmm. and after one of the lessons. And so sometimes it's more planting seeds and, yeah. and just consistently planting seeds of love and watching them really flourish um, yeah. in the relationship with the Lord. So good. So good. Well, I know you have some, so we have, so you have Embrace Grace, but you also have Embrace Life mm -hmm. and then y'all are fixing to launch Embrace Dads. Yeah. Embrace mm -hmm. Legacy. Embrace Legacy. Dads. Yes. Yeah. That is so awesome. And so can you just share with us a little bit about those, the different, the difference between those and how they equip differently from Embrace Grace. Yeah. So Embrace Grace is definitely, like I said, about identity, value, and worth, but uh, grace, forgiveness, mm -hmm. repentance, all of those things. Um, Embrace Life, it still has identity as the core, but then we start getting into the practical mm -hmm. things. So dating, purity, which I'm really big on. You can't lose your purity. You know, I, there are girls that I've seen, they throw their purity ring. Maybe they got as a daughter, you know, young in the trash and they're just like, well, I've already lost my purity. So I might as well, you know, yeah. just date whoever and do whatever with them. When we're like, you can't lose your purity. You've been washed white as white as snow. Like it's a new day every day. Yeah. And so 
really teaching them how to have a pure heart. What does mm -hmm. that look like to have a pure heart and allow the Holy Spirit to guide us and can gently convict us and all of those things. We talk about boundaries, uh, parenting, dreams and goals. Just because you're a single mom doesn't mean that your dreams are over. Uh, financial stewardship, time management, just a lot of practical um, but with spiritual roots of how to do this as a single mom. Like maybe they had parents, but maybe they weren't parented. Yeah. And so a lot of them just don't know. They don't know how to budget and yeah. and to do some of those things. And But, but plus well, what's more important than anything is the community mm -hmm. that is built with when they feel like I'm not alone. Like here's a girl, maybe her story is a little bit different than mine, but we have a lot of similarities and they connect yeah. with that girl. Because really when you have an unplanned pregnancy, a lot of your friends kind of just yeah. leave. And and you're totally on your own because who wants to hang out with a girl that has the baby now? Right. And so, and you really find out who your true friends are, but they build a whole new uh, relationship, relationships with other moms. And then Abrace Legacy, we're super excited it launches next year, and uh, but we're, we film it in next week. And so it is about, but it's, it's the same identity as mm -hmm. the core, but delivered specifically to men. And um, the guy that wrote it has a powerful story and we're just hoping that it gives, helps them understand their value and worth mm -hmm. and the importance of leaving a legacy for their children and their children's children and that um, they can stop the generational patterns that maybe have been you know, handed to them. They can stop that and create a new legacy for their families. Whether they stay with the baby mom or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, I know our audience, you know, our audience really uh, attracts to blended families and either they are blended currently or mm -hmm. they're in that single mom stage and they know that that's eventually where they're or going to be dad. our single dad stage. Mm -hmm. um, I love that you equip uh, for future marriages. Through, if, if you were talking to the audience and there was a single mom or single dad in the audience that's, that's, that's listening, what two or three nuggets of advice would you pass along to them? Well, I definitely feel like sometimes we think that when we get married, that that's when we've made it. You know, that's when my daughter even said yesterday, just in the car, she's like, I feel like she's only 13. Yeah. She said, I feel like when I, I want to get married early. Cause I feel like that. I just want to get my life started early. And I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> your life is right now. You know, that's not like what your ultimate goal in life and no man or woman can ever be what you base your identity on mm -hmm. or that you've made it. And I remember one time I went to a Pink Impact, a women's conference, and uh, the speaker, I was pregnant with my fourth, and I had just gotten in a fight with Ryan, and I just was not in a good mood. And one of the first things she said when she spoke was, it's not your husband's job to make you happy. And I was like, offended for a second. <laughs> I was like, well, wait a minute. I think maybe it is. And gosh, God convicted me. It's like, it's not so like funny. you're, you, that is not when you're going to reach your happiness is when you get married. And mm -hmm. so looking at this season of singleness as a way to be introspective and to go through any healing that you need so that you can be able to be healthy and whole and give your whole heart to your future husband, not broken pieces, you know, 
you want to be all that you can be. And, and in time, God will bring, you know, a husband or a wife, but just to really focus on healing yourself and, um, and, and health in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then not looking at it, that that is like when your life starts or that is when um, you're going to be happy. You know, you'll finally be happy once you get married. If you're not happy mm-hmm. right now, yeah. you're not going to be happy when you get married either. So work on that right now. And the mm-hmm. Lord, just rely and, and lean in on the Lord. He will be your joy That's and your strength and not try to find other fillers to fill only what the Lord can fill. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And, and, and again, the ministry is so powerful mm-hmm. and so needed. And, you know, I, I'm kind of going back to the start here, but one of the things I love the most is that you take something that people associate with shame and guilt mm-hmm. and you make it what God sees it and yeah. puts it together and make something very beautiful out of it. I the love redemption. Yeah, the I know. Redemption. I saw, so uh, I was talking to a girl that went through Embrace Grace just yesterday. Mm-hmm. She did it in Waxahachie, Texas. And she said that she'd had two unplanned pregnancies when she was 13 and her mom was the youth pastor. They fired her mom from the church. Wow. She, they asked her not to come to the church anymore mm-hmm. until after she has the baby. A lot of shame. I mean, a lot yeah. of shame. So then after that, she kind of spiraled even worse. And then by the time she was 21, found out she's pregnant again, someone told her about Embrace Grace. And she's like, you think I'm going to a church in this situation? Like she already was traumatized yeah. mm. by how she was cre- uh, treated with the first one, but she really needed the free baby shower that we get give. So she's like, I'm just going to try it and endure it. Yeah. And the thing that stood out to me is she said, when I got there, they all were like, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. You're having a baby. Like she's like, wait, what? Like, this is not what I expected at all. And going through that, she has completely changed. She's Mm. not even the same person. She went back to school. She has an amazing job as like a nurse's assistant. Um, it changed everything, but it was, uh, she wouldn't have even, she said I was even halfway in. I didn't even want to give it a chance Mm. at first Mm -hmm. because I had been so burned before, but how grace just even opens our hearts Mm. to want to receive healing and everything. Um, it's beautiful. And it's just, we can, like I said before, it's not our job to fix people. Like just love Mm -hmm. can change people. Wow. That was awesome. I love that. So powerful. Um, Amy, can you give some tips on maybe like some young mothers or single fathers that are listening right now, um, that are beginning to blend or in the dating process? Like what are some practical tips that you can give them for that process as they're beginning to blend into a new family? Well, I know for sure that, um, making sure that that they all know their true identity, like focusing more first if you need healing. And then once you feel like you've really gone through a lot of the healing, then once you really do feel like you're ready to date, Mm-hmm. I do think that um, having accountability and to really think through what do you even want in a future husband? I see so many of these moms, they'll stay with sometimes even in abusive relationships yeah. or baby dads that they're playing video games and smoking weed all day. And, and it's because maybe they just still haven't fully grasped like that they really are amazing. And they're so desperate to not be alone that they just settle 
when God has someone so much better. You know, obviously, if we don't want anyone to be unequally yoked, but to really even write out what is it that you want in a future husband? What are the non-negotiables, you know, yeah. that you mm. want to have? And then share it with a mentor or someone and have some accountability so that if you have a moment of weakness and, you know, maybe it's the holidays and you're just craving family and it's just not that season yet. And then sometimes you're just like, oh, I'll just call, you know, this ex-boyfriend or whatever that you know you shouldn't be yeah. calling. Call your mentor or accountability partner instead and say, you know, I'm struggling. Can you help me through? Uh, because I'm really wanting to call someone yeah. that I shouldn't call. And yeah. I, one time I met, um, I went to this maternity home and they have a husband and a wife that are there, um, that are the house parents for all these women that are live mm -hmm. there that are pregnant. And a lot of the moms say, you know, hey, can I bring my boy? Can my boyfriend come here? It's pretty, it's pretty like strict on the rules and stuff. So can my boyfriend come here or baby dad? And uh, what the father, the house father that was there, he said something to me and I will never forget. I was shook. He said, um, I make them uh, write a letter of their intent. They're allowed to come, mm. but only if they write a letter of intent of like, why do you want to see her, what do you, what are your plans with her? What is your future? What do you hope that your future is? And he said, we've had um, over 50 something women that have lived in this house and only one man actually did that. Wow. Mm. But what it did is it showed those women, are, am I worthy of being pursued? By him, which she is worthy of being pursued, but that's not the guy, you know, right. that he didn't think that she was valuable enough to take the time to write a letter. He could have saw her mm -hmm. if he did that. And so it really just so, highlighted of like, why am I with this guy? Yeah. Like he's not even trying. And so sometimes as women, we just desperately have this need of being loved. And so we just, just look past all of the things that really we can't look past. And eventually mm -hmm. you won't be able to look past it anymore. So really thinking through what do you want in a future husband? Who do you want? And then having mm -hmm. some mentor and accountability when you have those weak moments where you want to reach out to someone that you already know that the Lord told you mm -hmm. they're not. And one of the things in Embrace Life that the girls get is we have um, a Dear Future Husband journal. And it's basically a prayer journal for their future husband. So like even if they've never even met him, yeah. wherever he is in the world, mm -hmm. that they can pray through, but then also think through what they want in a future husband. Mm -hmm. And our, what we hope to is for the day they get married, they give all these prayers uh, to him and say, you know, I've prayed for you before I even met you. Yeah. And, but it really helps articulate and think through what do I want in a future husband? Like I am amazing and God did create me awesome. Yes. So like, well, if I know that, then what do I want? Yeah. And so I think that's key. And even with my son, you know, my son just got married. And, and so when he started dating his girlfriend, she was only 16 but the dad actually made like kind of a contract that some of it was kind of funny. Like if you're ever late, Mr. Parsons is probably asleep and you're going to have to go into his room and wake him up and tell him why you're late bringing my daughter home. Um, <laughs> you'll, let me, you'll let me win at football games if we're playing in the front yard. Like you're always let me win. But then there were, you know, don't do drugs around, you know, ever don't always open the door. Like he was serious on some wow. and my son signed it and on their wedding day, Mr. Parsons brought it up when he did the father of the bride mm. speech. And it was just really amazing, even though, you know, contracts and promises, they're good, but yet 
I don't want it to be like legalistic or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it gave my son a framework of um, what he, how he should treat mm. this woman that she that he loves, and and it even said something like, "Treat my daughter like a princess." If you don't know what a princess is, then you can come ask me, or make sure that you're always appropriate with her. If you don't know what that is, come ask me, and I'll tell wow. you what's appropriate. And it was so good, though, and to see you know four years later now they're getting married and such a beautiful wedding like you mentioned yeah. and mm -hmm. so having some guidelines and yeah. framework framework before you even go into a relationship and even with intimacy we talk to the girls about like what where do you want to draw the line mm -hmm. and have that conversation before you even start dating because when you're in the heat of the moment mm -hmm. it really is hard to like stop if you're mm -hmm. you know getting yeah. romantic with your boyfriend so to have that beforehand so you're on the same page and don't put yourself in situations where that's going to be really easy to uh, not be able to follow through with yeah. the commitments that you guys wanted to do. So we have some different um, framework, frameworks, but then also we're always all about if you mess up, it's a new day, you know, yeah. and that, that, that it's okay and that God loves you and that he wants to protect your heart. And that's yeah. why he, he makes these, these um, it's not a book of law, it's a book of love. And so yeah. just all of the ways that we can protect our hearts from hurt and pain in our future. I love that. Well, you've taken something that, that, that society has dumbed down. Mm -hmm. you, you've taken something that society has minimalized, uh, whether that's intimacy or dating or marriage, and you've inserted Christ and intentionality, mm -hmm. uh, which is have a plan, work your plan, stick to your plan, yeah. and, and, and you can make that work. And we talk about you know marriage and, and sometimes remarriage, the, the fact that we do have to be protective. Mm -hmm. And because the stats don't support success. Mm -hmm. they, they, they're grossly in our, uh, not in our favor. So being intentional about those things, working your plan, and knowing you down. can't fix him. Like yeah. there's so many who are like, I'll just settle and then he's going to yeah. get better. No. No, it doesn't work like that. No, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. And, and you can, but you can have that plan and you can stick mm -hmm. to it. Um, and it can work. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I had the pleasure of going to the gala last year. One of the most impactful things that we've we've experienced as a couple, mm -hmm. seeing yes. and supporting uh, your ministry. <laughs> yeah. But what I love, awesome. the, the part that I love the most was the stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a word, y'all have a term for it. What do they call when somebody shares their story? Um, uh, well, we say glory, glory story. story. Yes. Yeah. The most powerful thing, because you take something that's used to be what considered broken, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you have this beautiful soul mm -hmm. who stands up who probably has never stood in front of an audience like that before. No, they're doing it scared. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. And sits there and bravely tells a story about how they overcame mm -hmm. um, what everybody told them was no good. Mm -hmm. For sure. What everybody told them even before it happened would be no good. Mm -hmm. uh, and took something and made it just absolutely uh, inspiring mm -hmm. for other people. And it, again, it, I know if you've watched the video when we started the podcast, if you haven't had a chance, you, you, you got to connect with Embrace Grace, support yeah. them uh, because they're doing amazing work. Yeah, we, it really is beautiful. Like just watching the, the transformation, the, 
when when these women and I'm excited about the men mm. yes. surrender it all, yeah. you know, and just say I've been trying to control everything and this is where I am now and it hasn't worked out for mm. me. But to watch that surrender happen mm. and then how God just meets every need, every mm. desire, He becomes their source, yeah. and um, it's awesome. Like there's never us as we work and embrace grace, like. The fuel is always mm. like we are pumped because every day we're so excited. We even have bells on all of our desks mm -hmm. and we ring bells when miracles happen. So like um, when a girl gets saved or a baby saved or a new group starts or big donation comes in, whatever it might be, we ring yeah. bells and it says to raise a hallelujah mm. on the bell. And so mm -hmm. we're just wanted to have a heart of gratitude because we love that we get to steward mm -hmm. this ministry mm -hmm. that God created. And yeah. it's so amazing because we really do have front row seats to miracles. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I love too just the partnership with our ministries. Um, there's one couple I have in mind and she went through Embrace Grace as a young single pregnant mother. Mary ended up marrying a pastor, a youth pastor, and they just had their baby boy and they were in our equip class for blended families. Yeah. And um, so it was cool just to be, like you said, front row seat to the miracles, but seeing it come full circle, circle you know, where she was alone and, you know, she wasn't mm -hmm. married to her child's father, walking through Embrace Grace, going through that and then coming into a blended family, but how they um, have honored God at the center of that and just seeing like the blessings that have come from that. So I know. So cool. And even there, I know who you're talking about. Cause yeah. in fact, they're coming to our office later yes. today and uh, we're doing like a carpool karaoke video session. Cause their daughter, she is awesome. She's amazing. And she's four, I think. And she has her own YouTube channel yeah. where she preaches. Yeah. Yes. She preaches the word. Yes. And she's four years she's, old. She's hilarious. And so she's going to be in the backseat. We're going to yeah. get a little bit of that. I mean, and, awesome. and that, and that is a testament to mm -hmm. embrace grace and kingdom blended families of like, if we really do this God's way that it can, we can come together. Yeah. You know, he wasn't the father of the baby, but yet mm -hmm. he stepped in and she is a, such an awesome kid. Yeah. And now they have a baby on their own of their own. Mm -hmm. um, um, together and it's awesome to see the Lord work in and through their lives and and yeah. all the healing that's happened and it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it just shows it. what God can do mm -hmm. and 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 more so, you know, the limitations. It's it's interesting to me when I see people that have limitations on what God can do or they look at their situation and they're like, you know, I, I just I messed up in my and I'm never going to recover from that. And God can redeem everything for sure. And He can take something that is unplanned make it beautiful. He can take the marriage, a blended family and make it beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it's just amazing to watch that, that process. Yeah. We say unplanned pregnancy, but really, truly, yeah. it actually yeah. wasn't unplanned. You yeah. know, God created and planned that baby. And I always say that sometimes when God wants to woo his daughter back to his heart, he might just give her a baby to do it <laughs> or a guy, you know, yeah. It, yeah. It, they can finally get a taste and really see how much God must love them because they yeah. fall in love with this sweet, precious mm -hmm. child and they see a picture of how much God must love them. And uh, we see it over and over again. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Hey friends, we hope that this episode is blessing your socks off right now. And we just wanna take an opportunity to talk about partnering together. If Blended Kingdom Families has touched your marriage and touched your blended family in some way, we'd love to partner with you. 
At Blended Kingdom Families, we're trying to reach as many blended families as possible, and we can do more with your support. So please take an opportunity to visit blendedkingdomfamilies.com and click partner. Hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Last question is, when you hear Blended Kingdom Families, what comes to mind for you? Oh my gosh, beautiful. I see colors, you know, you guys are so amazing. But how taking two amazing people and their children and coming together and letting the Lord lead mm-hmm. in um, this new season of being together. And we, we each have our own strengths and gifts and passions and unique qualities that we're better together. Mm-hmm. And so if we allow God to lead it, it can be a powerful force in the kingdom of raising these kids that are going to be uh, warriors for God and and to have that unity and that um, the sense of family that they so desperately crave. And so you guys are so awesome at how you help with the healing and then help bring two amazing families together to make them even more amazing and powerful. Um, And, you know, it's better together. Like we can do all of this together and every church should have a safe place for these uh, blended families to come to and and need to do, have the resources that you guys have to be able to help the unification and, um, and just uh, allowing the Lord to lead in their relationships. Um, It's, you guys are awesome. So proud of you. You're awesome. Love it. Yes. Well, Amy Ford, founder of Embrace Grace. Tell tell everybody where they can find you. Yes. Yes. Go to embracegrace.com. All the information. You can start a group there, a support group for single and pregnant young women. Start an Embrace Life group for single young moms um, and check us out. Or if you know someone that's pregnant, send them to us. We would love to love on them. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Amazing, amazing ministry. Had the pleasure of leading and I just loved every minute of it. It will change you from the inside out. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Well, you're a warrior, Amy, and we are so thankful to have you uh, in our lives and we love grateful you. that you have love on you. the podcast. Yeah. So. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We were so blessed to have Amy Ford with Embrace Grace with us. You guys have a great day and be blessed. Love you. BKF community, we want to hear from you guys. If you would take the time to leave us a review and you can find us on all social media platforms. Our podcast is like on every podcast platform and you can visit us at our website at www.blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Yeah, guys, we're trying to reach every blended family all over the world and we can't do this without your partnership. So please take a minute, like, share, comment, review, tell your friends. Tell them they can all go to blendedkingdomfamilies.com for great resources.